Hello, and welcome to the e-learning and instructional design for beginners podcast, where new and aspiring instructional designers start, grow, and advance their careers in instructional design and online learning development. I'm your host, Crystal Harper. I'm a former school teacher who transitioned to instructional design, all while working full-time as a single mom. Would you like to become a successful instructional designer without the burden of earning another degree? Well, then let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to day three of the challenge, how to design a stunning and unforgettable e-learning course. During this three-day challenge, I've been giving you all the details on getting started and designing an e-learning course from scratch, the step-by-step process that shows you everything you need to know about getting started and designing an online course, and then how to continuously improve and stay current with trends moving forward. Instructional design is a field of practice that incorporates learning theory, instructional strategies, and various instructional design models to produce efficient and effective instructional solutions. It's the entire process, or the framework, of developing, designing, and delivering instructional materials. Instructional designers must stay abreast of current trends and applications relevant to the course with regards to the content, as well as tools for collaboration and communication. At the end of this challenge, you will have built a solid foundation for an e-learning course and a successful career in instructional design. And then after completion of this challenge, after today's training, I will provide you with directions on how you can continue enhancing your skills if you're interested in learning more. But either way, you will leave here in the right direction to designing an e-learning course from scratch and becoming a master instructional designer after participating in this challenge. So in yesterday's training, you learned steps three and four of resources, select and prepare resources, tools, and strategies, and participation, determine assignments, assessments, and feedback. First, in step three, you laid out each of your newly defined objectives in order to determine the resources you're going to use for the learners to master the objectives. This is the step where you develop your plan for implementing your media and materials. For each type of media or materials, you need to describe how the media is going to be implemented into the modular course to help the learners meet the learning objective. This includes the technology, media, materials, and strategies that you'll be using in the modular course. In the e-learning and instructional design for beginners community, you'll learn everything you need to know about selecting resources for an e-learning course. So then in step four, after you selected all the resources, media, and materials for your online course, you then need to determine how the learners will be participating with and assessed in the learning of the materials in the e-learning course which is called participation, determine assignments, assessments, and feedback. This is the time that you create all the assignments, assessments, and feedback checks for your learners. The assessments and activities need to provide the learners opportunities to solve real world problems with relevant experience. Therefore, assessment should involve relevant, fun, and engaging content. And remember, in order to create effective assessments that ensure the learners have mastered the objectives, you must assess them authentically. Authentic assessment presents a hands-on, real-world task to learners and uses clearly defined criteria often presented in a rubric to evaluate how well learners have mastered the learning objectives. Authentic assessment requires learners to apply their knowledge and skills from several areas to demonstrate mastery of the learning objectives or objective. 
In the e-learning and instructional design for beginners community, you'll learn everything you need to know about selecting the materials and creating assessments for your learners. Now in today's training, you'll be learning the last two steps, which are step five, evaluating your e-learning course, and step six, revision and repetition. First, let's take a peek at step five, evaluation. As you have come to learn, building an e-learning course is a great deal of work. It is super important that you determine the effectiveness of all your hard work. E-learning course evaluations provide you with the effectiveness of your deliverables. They also help you continuously improve the course in order to offer your students with the most influential and memorable e-learning experience. The most essential reason that e-learning course evaluations are important is because it is necessary for you to know if your course is effective. More specifically, you need to determine if it achieves the course goals and learning objectives. In order to determine whether these things have been accomplished, evaluation is necessary. Evaluation provides you with the ability to assess the course quality and effectiveness. In addition, course evaluations help you understand what did or didn't work. Continuous improvement of your e-learning course needs to be one of your top priorities. You need feedback from your students on your course, but when? Before you release your e-learning course or after it's completed? The answer is actually throughout its entirety. Whether you are still in the development process or your students have just completed the course, you need to receive feedback so that you can keep moving forward and know what adjustments need to be made. This will help give you better results next time. Evaluation needs to be an ongoing process. You must constantly evaluate your e-learning course in order to keep improving it and making regular changes and updates. Students will appreciate your efforts by experiencing the course you are offering them to the fullest. In conclusion, e-learning course evaluations help you continuously improve the course offering your students with the most influential and memorable e-learning experience. All right, so now you should have a better understanding about the fifth step of the Harper Method, evaluating your e-learning course. I guarantee that you will succeed faster if you continuously evaluate your e-learning courses and materials, and then revise and repeat the process regularly, which is the last step, revision and repetition. Evaluation examines outcomes in an effort to help you, as the instructional designer or course creator, determine what worked well and what did not work so well. Evaluation enables you to improve the effectiveness of your module, course, or program. Evaluation takes place prior to instruction, during instruction, and after instruction has taken place. As you plan your curriculum, whether one lesson or an entire course, you need to evaluate the appropriateness of the technology, resources, reading materials, etc. that you intend to use. At the end of that lesson or module, it's important to evaluate all the aspects of the learning experience. This includes evaluating the learning objectives, the media and materials used, the activities learners engaged in, and the assessment strategies utilized. They should engage in a reflective evaluation. So after you've evaluated your e-learning course and or modules, reviewed surveys, learner feedback, and grades, proper adjustments should be made. This is the last step in the simplest but very important step. Let's take a peek at the training, step six, revision and repetition. Once your course is up and running and you have evaluated the modules and course, make appropriate improvements. Review the surveys, reflections, and students' grades. Proper adjustments should be made for future courses. If your students find any of the resources or materials to be ineffective, the course should be redesigned accordingly. 
The more information that was provided during evaluation, the more effective the revisions will be for future courses. Then comes repetition. The method is systematically designed to be a continuous process. When first designing your online course, each module should be created individual going through each step in the method, continuing the cycle until all of the modules have been completed. After your course is up and running, each step should be reviewed every few months to ensure proficiency, consistent improvements, and to be sure that all materials stay current. Now that you have learned the steps of how to design your own online course, you need to complete the process for the rest of the modules in your course. Repeat these steps until your course is complete. Remember, the more information that is provided during evaluation, the more effective the revisions will be for future courses and modules. So now that you've learned all the steps, let's quickly review each of the six steps. And then I'll tell you how you can learn everything you need to know about how to apply each of these steps. The first step is helping you understand your learners. You need to have a clear idea of the style you want your course to express. Then you will assign course goals and objectives. After you determine your objectives, you'll be ready to select and prepare your resources and strategies relating to the learning objectives. And then you will use these resources and strategies to determine how your learners will participate by determining the assignments, assessments, and feedback checks. After you've determined these activities, it's time to evaluate all the content with each modular course. And then lastly, you will revise the content you reviewed and then repeat the steps over and over again for each of the modules within the course. So that's it. Now you may be wondering, now that I understand the steps, how do I make sure I'm using best practices when applying each of these steps? And how do I do all of this? Well, that's why I started the e-learning and instructional design for beginners community. Whether new to e-learning or just brushing up on your skills, you will appreciate the best practices and instructional design trends that the community has to offer. The community will help you avoid costly mistakes on your next project, stay on track, and deliver relevant and engaging content that fits your learners and gets the job done. In the e-learning and instructional design for beginners community, you will learn about each of the steps of the Harper Method in much more detail. Back when I was a teacher, when I first started creating e-learning courses, I had no idea what I was doing, and I certainly did not follow any type of development process. However, over the years, I've since created a standard e-learning development process that I follow each time I create a new course. And while there are a lot of different methods and processes to e-learning development, I found that my e-learning development process works the best for me. The community will push you to think deeply about the goals you're hoping to achieve, the audience you're targeting, and the ways you're going to create innovative and engaging learning experiences. Essentially, the community will guide you through the entire development process from beginning to end and beyond. The e-learning and instructional design for beginners community has training videos on everything that you'll possibly need to know in creating effective e-learning courses. Some of these topics include communication strategies in e-learning, increasing instructor presence and providing effective feedback online, designing authentic, formative, and summative assessments, appropriately assessing learners in groups, instructional strategies such as storytelling, scenario-based learning, case studies, demonstrations, and gamification. In addition, learn how to utilize technology tools such as podcasting, screencasting, virtual reality, and learn about various instructional design models how to create an instructional designer's e-learning portfolio, 
storyboarding for an online course, creating an online course syllabus, learning theories, creating instructional videos, and much more. So remember, you will succeed faster if you follow a plan when designing an online course. You're going to need a process that allows you to meet that demand by creating numerous modules for your courses. By following this straightforward process outline, you can have a smooth production process that's consistent and doesn't compromise quality. As time goes on, this process will become second nature and you'll only get faster. But most importantly, you'll realize that all of your hard work was well worth it when you see that you've fostered a group of engaged learners. As you can see, there's a lot to learn when it comes to instructional design and e-learning. In the community, you'll be surrounded by hundreds of like-minded professionals who are transitioning to e-learning or wishing to enhance their skills following research-based practices. You'll also get one-on-one -on -one support and accountability, get the answers and easy-to-follow steps that you can't find from any other program. This is the exact step-by-step -step process that I used in designing university-level online courses at the University of Central Florida. When you click on each step, you're going to find a variety of courses and, and training videos. You're also going to find amazing resources and downloads so that you can take action today. Just start at the top and work your way to the bottom. And before you know it, you're going to become a master in e-learning and instructional design. I created the community for people like you. People who are new to instructional design and creating online courses, but don't have the time or money to return to school. The community will teach you everything that I learned while attaining my master's degree. All of the courses and training videos are compiled from the knowledge that I received, and it's all placed into an organized format so that you can always find what you're looking for. Get all the accountability that you need to succeed. In the community, I host weekly live watch parties on Facebook where you'll get a chance to ask me questions live as well as hang out with fellow community members. In addition, my assistant Mimi, another professional instructional designer, hosts weekly co-work sessions. You will succeed faster if you surround yourself with other new instructional designers and course creators. I created this community so that I can help other professionals who are new to e-learning and instructional design become masters in the field without having to go to school. Imagine having all the knowledge you need to build an e-learning course from start to finish and build a solid foundation for a successful career in instructional design. Designing e-learning content can be extremely difficult in the beginning, and I've been there, but it is possible to overcome the obstacles and feel truly confident in your skills. I'd love to help you gain all the skills you need to start a career in e-learning or instructional design. Learn step-by-step -step how to design an online course. Keep your learners engaged in mastering the course materials. Get one-on-one -on -one support from an expert in e-learning instructional design. Create engaging and interactive online courses. Become a master in e-learning and instructional design without the burden of having to go to school. You'll learn exactly how to select and prepare your online resources and strategies, determine assignments and assessments, and how to provide feedback in e-learning. You'll also learn step-by-step -step how to use a variety of technology tools that will enhance interactivity online. The community provides you with just about everything that I learned while attaining my graduate degree at the University of Central Florida and more. So if you've ever wanted to try the community, now is the time. To learn more, go to eteachonline.com join. So that's all I have for you today. If you have any questions at all about what was discussed or joining the e-learning and instructional design for beginners community, please do not hesitate to leave a comment or contact me at crystal at eteachonline.com. 
Thank you so much for participating in the challenge. And I can't wait to help you build a solid foundation for successful career in instructional design. Have a great day. And I look forward to seeing you in the community. All right, that wraps up this week's podcast episode. And if you want some more help and more guidance, then make sure that you sign up for my free e-learning and instructional design for beginners toolkit tools and processes that'll actually help you start, grow, and advance your instructional design and e-learning course development career. This toolkit will provide you with everything that you need to get started for a successful career in instructional design. Just go to www.eteachonline.com toolkit. So if you liked this podcast, then you should definitely sign up for the toolkit. Just head to my website at www.eteachonline.com toolkit. I've also got a ton of other free resources that can help you succeed in instructional design. Visit my website at www.eteachonline.com. Thanks so much for listening. Now go out there and take action on what you learned about instructional design today.